Hey, let me start by saying thank you for everyone that prayed for me and Miss Kim as I uh, was going through whatever it was. We don't even know what it was. And it doesn't even matter what it was. Because God healed me, God healed Miss Kim. So we're all good. Uh, I'm not allowed to say we're good. I'm not allowed to say that because I said that when I wasn't good. So I'm not allowed to say that. So let me take that back. But we're good. <laughs> um, thank you, Bob. Am I on? Shit, shit. Am I on? No, there we listen. I got the I got the greatest team in the world. Um, I'm gonna do something today I've only done two other times in the almost 30 years I've been preaching. And that is I'm gonna repeat a message today. Is that all right? Um, I mean, it won't be word for word because I, I never remember what I say. Uh, but today was a great example of what I'm going to speak on. Uh, I, I, and it'll be quick, I promise. It's 1135, so I'm going to get you out of here because you guys are all going to the Beaver Creek Popcorn Festival today. Uh, <laughs> or not, or not. Miss Heather's there doing a booth, so you better go say hi to her, but that's not important right now. Um, I want to talk about the subject of the other side. Um, <laughs> let, 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 me, let me tell you a little, a little bit of Jeff Burke history here just for a sec. First, let me, uh, why is my kids texting me on a Sunday morning? Can somebody tell me that? Um, so I grew up in the ghetto of Miamisburg until the sixth grade, um, and we lived next door to, this is a true story, uh, this ain't a preacher's story, this is a true story, uh, they called themselves, they called themselves the Orchard Hill Gang, I, I don't think they were a gang, I just think they were a bunch of punks, but, um, it looked more like Kentucky than it did Ohio. That's, that's not important right now either, but there was a fence. They used to, they used to steal cars. Tr true story. Uh, drive them into the vacant lot between my house and their house, and they would just strip them and then set them on fire. Now, as a kid, that was all. Listen, that was awesome. I mean, I just, I, 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 we had these trees and these bushes I couldn't see on the other side. So I had to climb up in the apple tree, true story, and I would look over to the other side because I, there was a part of me that wanted to be on the other side, but a part of, the, part of me that was scared of the other side. And that's when that smoke would rise up, I knew something unbelievable was happening. And I don't know what it was about the other lot, but man, I was in its grasp. I really was. I was intrigued by it. There was this veil, however, that I felt like I couldn't get beyond. 
and part of it was fear. My spiritual life used to be like that, where I was afraid of the other side. I was afraid of what, what didn't I know? What was going on in, in kingdom world that I, I just wasn't, I, I wasn't in tune with it uh, and, and outside of my, you know, sphere of life and my spiritual backyard, I was kind of nervous about it. Um, but at this border of the divine, there, there was beautiful things that were happening and are still happening. We witnessed it today. I, I got to tell you, uh, Ben didn't know what I was speaking on today. I, I ain't going to be honest. I, I mean, I ain't going to lie to you. I, I didn't know what I was speaking on today till, you know, like Friday. Me and Pastor Dwayne was talking about it. But those songs he chose were perfect. I mean, if, if I can't preach after that, I need to find something else to do, as my daddy always said. Every day, hundreds of thousands of times a day, hearts stop beating and lungs start, stop breathing. And we, we look at that as, we look at that as, well, they got promoted to the next realm. And we believe that. But I, I want to suggest to you today that we have access to that realm right now. Right now. My family had a, a, a viewing on Friday and a funeral on Saturday. And I, I just... I, see, some are convinced there's nothing beyond this veil. That when you die, you just die. We know that's not scriptural. We, we know that's not truth. But some believe that. Um, their reality is their own backyard. Like mine was until I climbed the apple tree and looked over. And then I saw a new reality. I saw something that was way cooler than my backyard. May I suggest to you today that in your spiritual life, you've got you to look over the veil. You've got to look over the tree line. You've got to get out of your own backyard. And you've got to be just like, I'm, I'm open. Pastor Dwayne, I'm, I want to see it all. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not okay with not seeing it all. I, yeah. I think deep in, in the hearts of people that even believe there's nothing other than their own backyard, they, they know there's more. They know there's more. There's something inside all of us that believes there's so much more. We strive for it. We just sometimes, if we don't take the path of Jesus, we will try to look for it in other places. And they're climbing up their own trees in their own proverbial backyards, and they're trying to see what's what's out there. And I, I, I just want to encourage us today. The, the, the challenge that we face as Christ followers is that we've been taught the only way we'll know the reality of heaven is when we die. 
let me, let me go over here. Let me talk to Tom for a second. Um, we, we've been taught that the only way we'll know the reality of heaven is when we die. Well, that's not true. That's so not true, it's painfully not true. Because we live to die if that's our mindset. Are, are you tracking with me today? Um, when we pass away, we move into this new reality, and we understand that to be absent from the body is to be present with Christ. I mean, Paul taught that in the Scripture. I get that. Please, please don't misquote me. Um, however, uh, it, it's, it doesn't have to be that way. We can experience heaven right now. Right now. And I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm, I'm a little disgruntled with the things are right now. That's just me. Um, it's an issue because if, it, if we have to wait till we die to experience the reality of heaven, um, once you've gotten your proof, you can't tell anyone. Oh, let me, let me go over here. Let me go over here. If, if that's how we're going to live... Once you've got your proof, you ain't coming back. We're not Lazarus. Um, that's fair. That's fair. We could be. Uh, never seen it, but believe it. But, but the reality is, if, if heaven is only reality when we die, then... How can we share that with anyone? So, my, my thought today is that we're, we're talking about the other side, the, the reality of the other side. Why don't we live like heaven is a reality right here, right now? It, it, it changes the way we think, changes the way we process data, it changes the decision we make. Amen. It, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a struggle for all of us to try to look outside of our own backyard because our backyard is kind of full of trouble. But I, I, I believe it's more of a struggle. <laughs> Roger that. How am I doing? Am I looking good? Dwayne texted me and said, slick your hair back. I, my dude's got my back. Are you hearing me right now? How, that's a good, how am I doing? Am I, am I, you can't even talk about hair right now. My dude, my dude. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh my word! It just popped up on my on my screen, right? Okay, where was I? We're talking about heaven. We're talking about heaven on earth, and my hair. Apparently, <laughs> we want so bad to experience heaven. We want so bad to experience that, and we're waiting till we die to do that. And can I? Can I, can I just say, just stop it. 
Just stop it. Here's why. Um, One day, an average-looking man made some remarkable claims. His name was Jesus. And he came from heaven to earth. And he brought heaven to earth. Uh, he, 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 he jumped the fence, as it were. And he came into our backyard. Okay? And when he came into our backyard, he changed everything. And it's up to us. It's up to us to embrace the reality that Jesus Christ brought heaven to earth. If that wasn't enough... And it is, but if it, if it isn't for you, then understand that when he died on a cross, rose from the dead, went to heaven, the Holy Spirit came and's like, you know what? Since he's gone, I, I, we're, we're going to make sure you got everything you need from heaven to live the abundant life, according to John. We don't have to wait till we die to experience heaven. Amen and amen. He brought truth. He brought justice. He brought power. And anyone that joins him in this partnership, as it were, you bring in the same things to your life that he, that he offered. The, the, the challenge is, we're just... I feel like so many of us, and maybe this is just how I was raised. There's so many of us. We're just waiting on, we're just waiting on death to be able to experience heaven. That's not biblical. That's not biblical, and I'm not going to live that way. I'm just, I'm absolutely not. Jesus was a barrier breaker. Oh, he was a barrier breaker. The the fundamental misunderstanding about Jesus, his message in our day, is that we've got the idea that the gospel is primarily about how to get ready for life on the other side of the fence. And that's not what he came to do. In in fact, none of his teachings was about that. All of his teachings was about how to live right now. I think you got to tell. I, I, I'm a little over the doomsday uh, messages. I'm over it. Listen, I'm going to live my abundant life right now. I ain't waiting on anybody. Uh, it, it, it's it, it. Jesus came to give me life, and give me life overflowing or abundantly. John. Um, I don't know if this is a true story or not. Uh, It's in my notes. I'm going to say it because it makes a a point for me. I don't know if it's a true story. It's probably not. It's probably a preacher story. So you don't even got to listen to it, to be honest with you. A Sunday school teacher who wondered if the class understood the gospel asked, if I sold my house and I sold my car and I 
and, and I had a garage sale, and I gave all my money to the church, and blah, 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 blah. Would I get to heaven? The class said, no. Okay, if I, if I clean the church every day, if I, if I served on the worship team, would, would I get to heaven? They said, no. And she said, all right, how do I get to heaven? <laughs> a kid said, you got to be dead. I'm, that's probably not a true story. I'm just saying that's how we think, that the way we experience heaven is I got to be laid in a box with my hands like this. And that's not, no, 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 no. In fact, um, my problem with this is if you've got to be dead to experience the power of God in heaven, then the gospel doesn't have much to do with me today. I, I mean, I got other things to do. You do too. But see, we're here because the gospel impacts us right now, right here, right here, right now. Not just, it's not just a ticket to ride. No, no, no. No, it changes everything about our life if we allow it. But it's a mindset change. We, we, we got to climb up that apple tree and look on the other side and go, yeah, that's pretty cool. And we got to bring that into our life. Um, the, the good news, the gospel, isn't that we get to heaven. The, the good news Jesus announced was, was that God invaded our lives right now. Uh, go to Mark chapter 1, if you would, please. Uh, if you don't have your Bibles, that's okay. The verse will be behind me, and I'm, I'm going to move quickly now. I know it's 1151. Well, I wouldn't have changed anything about this service, by the way. I'm, I... Verse 15 of Mark 1 says, The time promised by God has come at last. Exclamation point. The time has come. The kingdom of God is near. Repent of your sins and believe the good news. No, God is near. Don't, don't miss this. God is near. Repent of your sins. Believe of the good news. I, I, I think sometimes, and, and I, I just think the church has exchanged Jesus' gospel of life with me here and now for a gospel that doesn't kick in until later. No, it kicks in right now. It's, it, it, it's not, the gospel isn't just a bridge to the other side. The gospel is the correct answer to get to the other side, and we get that. But it's now. It's effective now. It's, the, it, 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 it's like we have this secret password where we're going to get to heaven and it'll be like, like this secret, just like, you know, whatever it is. I don't know what it is, but it's like I said a prayer once, so I'm good. That, that doesn't change my life. It may change my eternity, but... Where in the scriptures does Jesus say, here are my minimal requirements? Here are my minimal requirements. You've got to meet so you can get into heaven when you die. That's not why he came. That's not why he came. He doesn't say that. The Bible doesn't say that. The gospel of Jesus Christ includes forgiveness of sin as a demonstration of his grace. Yeah, that's a good thing. 
I mean, it does include the promise that death will not sting us, and death has no power over us, and I get it, but it's so much more than that. In fact, um, in, in the Christmas story, I know I'm a little early, I get it, but in the Christmas story, he's called Emmanuel, and we know what that means, right? Can you say it with me? God with us. All right, so if we're going to sing those songs, and if we're going to say we believe that, then we got to believe that he is with us right now, right now, not when we, yeah, he'll be with us when we die, but not just when we die. John 14, 23 says, Jesus replied, look at this, all who love me will do what I say, my father will love them, and we I'm just going to let you read it. Okay. No, it doesn't say when we get there. No, no, no. What it says is, all who love me will do what I say, and my Father will love them, and we will come right, right, right here with us. Dwayne, right here with us. I don't have to wait. I don't have to wait. He's right here right now, as Van Halen sung. He's right here right now. I don't have to wait to get there. He's with me. See, the other side has already came here. The other side has already showed up. The other side's already, already here. You remember uh, the story my, 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 my dude laying in Bethel, uh, Old Testament, Jacob, right, Tom? Jacob, he's laying, he's laying in Bethel, right? He has this dream where, well, it wasn't a dream, it was reality. A ladder came down. I, I, know what you're, I know what you're thinking. You're, think, you're, you're thinking. you're thinking. You're making these stories up. Nope. Nope. I'm, I'm, I'm really not making these up. There was a ladder. And he saw angels coming down. And going up. And coming down. And going up. Coming down. And going up. That's how our life and our relationship with Jesus Christ should be. Heaven's open. Heaven's open and we have access. I don't know about you. I don't know about you, but man, I need that access. Come on now. I got to have that access because I've fell miserably at this life without him. I need that access. I need to see it. I need to feel it. I need to experience it. It's a demonstration again of his grace. At the beginning of Jesus' ministry, there was a young man by the name of Nathaniel in John 1, 46 through 48. He said when he was told about 
Jesus, he said, can anything good come from Nazareth? Uh, yeah, it kind of did. Yeah, his name's, his name's, his name's Jesus. Yeah, I think that's about it. He said, come and see for yourself, Philip replied. As they approached, Jesus said, now here is a genuine son of Israel, a man of complete integrity. How do you know about me, Nathaniel asked. <laughs> oh, Jesus, you're something else. Let's just, go to, let's just go to verse 51. I'll tell you the truth. You will see heaven open and the angels of God coming up and down, all the sons of man. The one who is, who is the stairway between heaven and earth. <laughs> I, I, I ain't going to lie. I don't need anything else. He's referring to Jacob's vision, obviously. What Jacob could only dream of was now a reality to us. What Jacob could only dream of is now a reality for us. But Jesus is Jacob's ladder that reaches into my life and your life right now. Right now. But we know that Nathaniel wasn't a giant of faith, so he scoffed Jesus at the beginning, and Jesus said, you, you believe because I saw you sitting under a tree? I mean, you, I, you, you probably know the story. He turns to everyone standing around, and Jesus said, let me paraphrase. Hey, guys, you ain't seen nothing yet. You ain't seen. Jesus is like, I'm just getting started. Yeah, I saw you under that tree, but you don't know anything about who I am and what I can do. I suggest he's saying the same thing to us today. Things in our yard aren't going so well. Um, we have killing. We have hate. We have racism. We have starving kids in, in, in America. In our school. Things abroad aren't going so well. We've got Darfur. We've got the Middle East. We've got, and I know we act like we aren't going to care about that, but I just want to tell you that our backyard ain't looking so hot right now. We need the power of what lies beyond the fence. We need the power. Are we willing to climb the apple tree? Let me keep it in context. Are we willing to climb the apple tree to see what's on the other side and bring what's on the other side over to our backyard? That, that, that lies on us, man. That lies on us. <laughs> I, I ain't waiting on a politician to do it. Let me go over here. I ain't waiting on a politician. To, I ain't waiting on a preacher to do it. It relies on us. We got to bring what's on the other side. Or, or, or we'll never make a difference. And we'll just wait till we die. And we'll go to heaven we'll be like, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus said in Matthew 6, 9 and 10, Our Father in heaven, may your name be kept holy. May your kingdom come soon. May your will be done on earth as... Okay. 
We, we play like that ain't even in the Bible. May your kingdom come. May your will be done on earth. Hey, that's up to us. You feel me? No, that's up to us. That's not up to anybody else. I ain't waiting on the White House to do it. I ain't waiting on my governor to do it. I ain't waiting on any of that. This is up to us as the church of Jesus Christ. That heaven would come to earth. Now, as Pastor Dwayne and I say to each other so many times, man, I could preach on this for like oh, two months. I probably could on how to do that. But I'm not, I'm not going to question your intelligence. We, we got to do what we know we need to do. Listen. So let's start by asking ourselves, and, and I, I, seriously, I'm, I'm going to close. It's 12.03. I'm going to close. We start by asking ourselves, where do I want to see God's power and presence in my life? That's where you start. I mean, I'm, I'm a simple man. Where do I want God to use me to make things down here like it should be, like it is up there? What, what, what do I need to do? Is it... Is it more prayer? Is it more Bible? Is it, is, it, is it reaching out to others? Is it serving? Whatever it is. Hey, listen. You know what? You know what ain't happening in heaven right now? Ain't nobody starving. I know. See, now, now, I'm, now I'm approaching their pocketbook. So they're, they're like, I'm on their wallet now. And they're like, look. Where do you want to see God? Where do you want to see God move with his presence and his power in your life? That's where you start. That's where you start. That's where you start. Ephesians 2 says, in his own body on the cross, he broke down the wall of hostility that separated us, so there's now no barrier. There's no fence. I don't have to climb the apple tree anymore. He broke down the wall of hostility. and Now all of us can come to the Father through the same Holy Spirit because of what Christ has done for us. Psalm 139 says, I can never escape from your spirit. Oh, I love this. I can never get away from your presence. Hey, what would happen if we just kind of stopped running away from his, <laughs> his presence? What would happen? What would happen? Um, 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 um. <laughs> Every time the workaholic decides, that, you know what? I might need to spend a little more time with my kids. I didn't even expect an amen right there. The kingdom breaks into this world when we just do what we know to do.
according to this word. Yeah, according to this word. There, there's, listen, we can't bring heaven to earth without this. You've got to understand that. So if you're not in this, let me encourage you to be in this. I've, I've said it before, I know my neighbors think I'm just the craziest dude in the world because I'll just put it in my ears and I'll just walk around my yard in a circle and just listen to the Bible. They probably think I'm, <laughs> they probably call, they need to call the cops on me, I don't know. But I, I can't get enough of it because I can't make good decisions without it. I can't. No, I know me. Uh, you, you know me this much. I can't. I'm telling you right now, I can't. I, 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 John, I will be so selfish in my decision making. You got to understand. I'll just buy ten more guitars. That's not important. I'm not going to do that, baby. Don't. But before Dwayne has to counsel us, hey, let me ask you this, and we're going to go home. Where do you want to see God's power and presence in your life? Where do you want to see it? Because wherever that is, and that's what you, man, you got you to gotta get in there. You got to get serious about that. It's our responsibility to bring heaven to earth. Jesus already did what he had to do. We ain't waiting on him. Can I say that again? We're not waiting on him. He's waiting on us. So, where do, you, where do you need to see his power and presence in your life? I know there's already been a, a lot of decisions made here at this altar today, and I'm so thankful for that, and I wouldn't change a thing about it. I'm just going to ask you to take a moment. I'm not having an altar call. I'm not doing any of that. I'm just asking you to just take a moment. Will you ask God that question? Where do I need to have your power and presence in my life? It might be in your marriage. It might be in finances. It might be wherever it is. Would you just ask him now, please? Hey, let me say this. You, you don't have to die to see the other side. <laughs> you do not have to die to see the other side. It's right here, right now. But it's on us. I'm going to ask one question. We're going to go home. It's 12.089. Listen, if, if you're here today and, and God forbid something would happen and you had to stand before the creator of the universe and ask why he should let you into heaven, if you don't know that answer, if your relationship with Jesus is fractured, I ain't mad at you. Hey, more importantly, God ain't mad at you. 
but, but if you need that restored, I just want to pray with you, and I'm not going to call you up here. I don't have people in the back taking notes. I'm not coming to your house at dinner time unless you invite me. I'm not sending literature to your home. But if you know your relationship with Jesus is not what it should be, I'm just asking you to raise your hand, and I'm going to pray with you right now. That's all. That's all. God bless you, dear. God bless you. Father, we ask that you would forgive us of our sins. Lord Jesus, we believe you came and you died and you rose again. Not because you were collecting our sins, but because you were the payment for our sins. We receive that. We ask you to forgive us. We repent and we turn. We turn from our sins. We thank you. But we need you. Fill us with the Holy Spirit of the living God that we would have the strength and the wisdom to live this life. For your glory. And Father, while we have your ear, um, we're asking you to give us wisdom on how to bring your kingdom to ours. God, would you speak to us about where we need your presence and power. We might not even realize it. We might think we have our act together. But the reality is we need you so badly. So, Father, we submit to you. We thank you. We love you. We give our life to you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hey, guys, thanks so much. Thanks for your patience. Thanks for listening to me. Hey, listen. Wednesday, deep in, Facebook Live, be on it. Uh, it's pretty good stuff. Well, when Dwayne's doing it, it's pretty good stuff. Hey, we, we, we love you. Thank you so much for being here. If we can serve you in any way, fill out that connection card. We want to know about it. God bless you. Have an amazing week. Thank you.